Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks, whenever you're listening. Today it is Friday on the podcast here at Victory Point Church. It is your host, Malachi Vanderswag, for the week, and we are concluding our last day. Um, I'm here with Wendy. Say what's up. What's up? Happy Friday. Yes, yes. I sounded um, like Jenna there. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, man. I can't wait to have her on here. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll poke one at her. Um, so today... Uh, as we kind of wrap up, you know, you always uh, want to end on a high. So what better than to just ask you, what has been a mountaintop experience in your faith? What's been like that moment that like you really just saw like God just, you know, being fruitful in your life, whether that's just like with your family or a trip you went on, like how, what has been a mountaintop experience in your faith journey? Yeah. Um, we were just talking about this and it's funny how it's sometimes easier to remember the the hard valleys. Um but it's really cliche for me. Those mountaintop moments are actually when my family and I are in the mountains. Um, a lot of, you know, like we we take our kids every summer the last several years for a couple of weeks and head out west somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, we've done several different states and locations with a tent in the back of the vehicle, um, all of our supplies. And we've found some pretty remote places to camp and explore. And we've gone to some pretty high places. So when you can mm -hmm. get to, you know, almost 14,000 feet on the wow. top of a mountain and you've watched your kids struggle, you yourself have been sucking for air for, you yeah. know, several minutes at a time. Um, but I remember one time we had, we took Desmond with us uh, out to Utah and we were in the high Uintas, which is a beautiful, the locals use it more. It's not a place because it's not by a national park or anything. Mm-hmm. But you drive up to this hiking trailhead and you look up and it doesn't look that steep. But then when you start hiking it, you're like, holy cow. Yeah. My legs are burning. My Michigan lungs are on fire. And I see this little kid who we dragged up here who has never been outside of, he'd gone to Florida with us, but hadn't left the state of Michigan under good terms. Um, yeah. And he's with us. <clears throat> and you're thinking like, is he going to make it? And when he got to the top and to see his eyes like just light up and realize 360 degrees, you could spin around and just see tops of mountains. Wow. Um, and to just recognize like God created it all. And in that moment to sit there and like talk with your kids like, hey, this is actually God's creation. And to just bask in the beauty of that. Mm -hmm. um, those are the moments where faith just feels really real. Um, and God feels really close. So, and there's no technology, there's no distractions. Like you're obviously on vacation, but you're remote and there's just a closeness there that yeah. I've grown to love. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like your own personal, like garden of Eden. Like you just have yeah. just this beautiful nature around you. You're with the ones you love most yep. and it's just, you're present. Like that's yeah. just, that's it right there. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That is so good. And yeah, ironic with the mountaintop. <laughs> right, right. But um, yeah, thanks for sharing. That, that's that's super, uh, super cool. Um, I personally have also been to a couple 
high areas, but one specifically is when I went to Uganda too. And it was uh, in the city of Soroti. And it's weird because it's all flat. It's completely flat there. But then there's this random rock that's, and I say rock, which it's kind of hard, but like it literally was like a giant rock, (laughs) but like it was probably like a couple hundred feet and you could hike up it. But then because everything's flat when you're on the top, you just see for like miles in every direction. And so like, yeah, that, that's just something special to just sit and soak that in when like you have that bird's eye view and. I mean, you can funnily think of, like, God in the sky of, like, he always gets right, to see right. this. Like, yeah, well, it's just you feel really small, but yet it feels really good. I yeah. don't know. You can't describe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hearing that, if you guys haven't booked a trip out to the mountains one time for the one time, because why not? Yeah. <laughs> Live so you in can the borrow moment. my tent. You can borrow our tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. And we'll transition over to uh, the verses, which today we're going to be in first Colossians one verses 21 through 23. Um, I'll read them today and uh, we'll break it down. Once you were alienated and hostile in your minds expressed in your evil actions, but now he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death to present you holy, faultless and blameless before him. If indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard, this gospel has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and I, Paul, have become a servant of it. Ooh. So from reading that, what sticks out to you? First word, a feeling even, or what doesn't? For me, it's just the word alienated. Um, that recognition of like where we get ourselves because um, God doesn't want us to be there. Yeah. Like he doesn't want us alienated from him. Um, so that alienation that we, like, we hold in our minds of our thoughts and our actions and what separates us from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he doesn't give out, he doesn't give up hope on us. So, yeah. Alienated is a good word. Lost. Yeah. Um, what sticks out to me, uh, I have underlined, he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him. Um, I I had a fun time learning about uh, sanctification and justification in my schooling and stuff, and those are big terms, and, yeah. you know, try not to use those. But, like, what... I, what I see it as is like the justification, which is, you know, the, through Jesus's sacrifice, exactly what this is talking about. Like we were completely made clean. Like imagine like Jesus giving you a coat of like holiness and like, or actually this one might be a more, but like, you know, when you go to like a, a, a park or not like a park park, but like an av- adventure park or like roller coaster park or whatever, and you get like a wristband to get in. That's like Jesus giving us his wristband. Like after he died, he, he like earned, not earned, but like he got the power or whatever to like give each person a wristband who like believes in him and all that. And so like, it's like going into heaven and just like showing your wrist to God, be like, I'm good. (laughs) And he's like, (laughs) the Disney fast pass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He was like, you made it in. And so I think that's why I I underline that just because like, it's just cool to know like, there, there's the other side of that too, of like sanctification, which is like our own personal purification of like over time, like the Holy Spirit works in us to get us more and more 
like holy and more and more, um, just like, like we sin less and less pretty much. And I mean, it, it's preparing us for heaven. And so like when we get there, it's not like we're completely like, well, actually let me not even go anywhere that I don't know what <laughs> heaven's like. So I'm going to just cut it right there. But like, I don't know, like it just, uh, it just, it's, it's cool to read this. And I always just get that picture of like that coat that we put on or that wristband um, that leaves us holy, faultless, and blameless. Like Jesus really did take everything on himself so that we would be seen as pure and righteous and holy. He did the, the hard, horrible, treacherous death. And like, for me, it's hard to, in all honesty, like for me, it's hard to like go through my life every day and like think of that, like before I sin or anything, because like, I just, I, I'm not going to lie. I am someone who just finds it easier to like things that are visible. All right. I can understand that. Yeah. And like things that I see and hear and touch and feel like I'm very much, I do things based on emotion. Not always the best thing. Don't, don't take that. <laughs> this isn't me preaching that this is as not advice. advice. Yeah. But, um, that's something I'm growing in. But like what I've learned is like, just through that, like, you, that's why we have to be so grounded in our word and keep coming back to it and keep coming back in prayer and just like giving God like all our vulnerability and like honesty with like where we're at because it's so easy to just read this and it's just words on the page and you and you leave from that. But like when you keep coming back to it, it's just like, you know, although like life isn't what it seems right now, like the Bible is, is still the same. The truth is still the same of like mm-hmm. what's for me. And so like I don't have to keep feeling like I'm running around with a chicken or running around like a chicken with my head cut off. Like I don't have to feel alienated and hostile in my mind with like everything I'm doing because he's reconciled me. And like, again, it comes back to like that peace that he offers. Like I can keep coming back because it it says, if indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith are not shifted away. Like if, if I can continue to stay grounded, um, in like pursuing him, like he will continue to like, you know, offer that, that peace and that hope. Yeah. It's that word remain. So our minds craving knowledge often take us to that point of alienation. Like mm-hmm. we ourselves are responsible for that feeling, um, of God not being close. And yeah. so, um, the only lasting growth is going to come from God alone. And so it kind of wraps up everything we've talked about, talked about this week of, you know, who is the source of Mm -hmm. that deepness um, and that relationship that we have with Christ and with God is our, our desire to remain. Like you just used that phrase, that one word is, it's not a one-time thing. It's an every day, um, every moment surrendering of looking to him to continue growing. You don't just once off like, and it's not like, don't take me as saying like, it's an achievement thing of like, we're always striving for it, but um, you don't learn to get better at anything if you're not continually seeking to learn and to lean in. And I think um, for me, that's that's the challenge for me is there's just never enough. I should always be craving more God. Like yeah. there's always an area of my life where I can give him more control or give him more power over. Absolutely. Um, and I just think that's what, yeah, just walking through all of these chapters and verses over the course of this week, um, just kind of my takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. And like, just a reminder to like you and myself and everyone listening, like 
luckily like we can pray for that like even if like it is generic as it sounds like we can literally pray for the holy spirit to just like light it in us we can literally pray for more faith we can pray for yeah just more of god moving um and sometimes it's not always in the way we want you know he prunes and yep. he'll do stuff like that but like if you want god to move like there's certain things like he says ask and and i'll give you an answer like knock i'll open the door like when we do that and it's like for his kingdom guaranteed it will come to to happen and so yeah i encourage everybody to like just pray for more faith today pray pray to for him to put that light on things in your life that maybe just have been in the darkness for too long and continue to just be vulnerable with god um absolutely yeah well it's been a fun week thank you so much for uh for coming on this with me um again uh wendy you've been a blessing thank you for your vulnerability thank you for your great comments um and thoughts and yeah excited to to continue ministry with you if you don't know she's my partner in crime like she (laughs) said at the beginning of the week and so yeah her type a matches well with my type b i don't even remember what they are really i'm just pretty sure type b is way more laid back and good like spontaneous one like this sounds really fun yeah yeah and then i mom it to like (laughs) i'm the organizer and planner and yeah (laughs) it works really well yeah it does it does so anyway uh thanks again for listening uh have a great rest of your friday and have a good weekend make smart decisions um i know you older folk like to go hard in the paint on weekends so (laughs) take it easy love you guys god bless well thank you for joining us today for the victory point bible reading podcast We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.